We did it. We're more than halfway through the work week. So happy to see you today. Welcome to KSAT's Nine at Night. Now tonight we begin with an investigation in Atascosa County. Fire investigators there think that they're dealing with a serial arsonist and they think that person has been behind dozens of fires since at least April. Many of them started as brush fires and grew, so they damaged a lot of property. And now investigators are eager to find a suspect, and that's why they're asking if you know anything. We have a few leads. We have a few people of interest, but nobody we're ready to call a suspect. But we're ready to turn up the heat. For now, the sheriff's office is offering a $5,000 reward to anybody who has information that leads to an arrest, but that information has to be in by next Wednesday. Now, unfortunately, that's not the only fire that we're talking about tonight. Remember the smoke rider fire in Blanco and Hayes counties that we told you about yesterday? Well, it's growing. Just look at the comparison from yesterday to today, which is on the right. It's now torn through 800 acres. And in Gillespie County, the Big Sky Fire has burned through thousands of acres there. At last check, it was up to 1,400 acres. This is the fire burning north of Fredericksburg. Enchanted Rock State Natural Area closed down today because of that fire. So many of you have questions after we told you that KSAD and other media organizations filed a lawsuit against the Texas Department of Public Safety. This is all over Uvalde. DPS has refused to release records into the Robb Elementary School shooting. So why is that important? Our Alicia Barrera spoke with a lawyer at Haynes Boone who represents KSAD and the other plaintiffs. She also spoke with a local law professor about the importance of the lawsuit and transparency. The media is the fourth estate and our job is to inform the public. When it comes to covering a news story, Professor Antoinette Winstead at Our Lady of the Lake University says information must be for the greater good. I think it comes between want to know and need to know. Oh, the kids, they're getting the kids out. She says in the case of the May 24th massacre inside Robb Elementary. Ethically, I think that we need to know. We need to know what happened. Not everybody wants to know the information, but it's our job to give them the information. That's exactly why under the Texas Public Information Act, media organizations across the nation have joined forces asking a judge to order DPS to release records related to the case. The exemptions that are being asserted by DPS are entirely discretionary. They are things that they can choose to hide or they can choose to disclose. Laura Prather at Haynes and Boone is the lead counsel representing the media coalition. What the media coalition is trying to do here is to unearth what happened during that day so that this community can have closure. And while Prather says it could take months to more than a year for a final ruling, Winstead says it's an example that journalists have not forgotten about their role and right in pushing for transparency. All those children were killed. And so we need to know what happened, what didn't work, so that it doesn't happen again. This is not a systemic failure. And the media are there to keep people honest. Alicia Barrera, KSAT 12 News. Now moving on to the topic of school security. Burning ISD putting a student resource officer on every school campus. Each SRO is a certified Texas public peace officer and comes from the Bernie or Fair Oaks Police Departments or the Kendall County Sheriff's Office. They're going to have specialized training and they're going to be around during after school events. The school administration works with the SRO and with those who reported it to try and investigate the situation. So I think that is a really um, a beneficial way of doing it is the teamwork that it takes and just being aware of your surroundings. 
So the district is hoping to have a school resource officer on every campus by the fall. So how about the other school districts? What are they doing to keep students safe? Well, NEISD says it's done a few things in recent years. It's added mental health police officers and contracted a third party company to make sure that there are no concerning or threatening posts against the school or students on social media. As for Northside ISD, it says it's been inspecting multiple safety aspects at each of its campuses. It may change protocols and procedures, but before that happens, the district says that it would let families know about any changes. And in SAISD, finally, officials tell us this district safety and security procedures are continually renewed and practiced. They say that each school has its own campus safety committee and overall, there's also a district wide safety and security committee to guide safety measures. Can you believe it's been three years since 23 people were shot and killed at an El Paso Walmart? Three years. And today, people honored those victims. They stopped by a makeshift memorial outside of the store. A lot of them left flowers, balloons, candles at the site. Each victim has a cross. Right now, the alleged shooter is awaiting trial. Prosecutors are hoping that's going to happen next June, but the defense wants to push it back to at least March of 2025. Also in El Paso this morning, the Border Network for Human Rights put this ceremony together. Featured drums, doves were also released. The group did this to honor the lives lost and also call for action against gun violence and white supremacy. The trial of another mass shooter is further along, though. Now jurors in the Parkland school shooter case are trying to figure out what his punishment should be. He could face the death penalty for killing 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. That shooting happened in 2018. Today, victims shared their impact statements with the court. So far, 84 people have taken the stand, and that includes the 17 people who were injured. Tomorrow, the jury is set to visit the crime scene, which has been preserved for more than four years. The shooter could get the death penalty or life in prison without parole. But to recommend the death penalty, the jury has to be unanimous. The judge is going to make the final call on this. Back here at home, the San Antonio Housing Authority is getting a new name. You know it as Saha, but now it's going to be known as Opportunity Home San Antonio. The agency has been criticized in the past. Its leaders think the new name better reflects its mission of serving people and providing affordable housing. Another sad news tonight, a fatal car crash in Indiana is being investigated after Republican U.S. Representative Jackie Walorski died. It's reported the head-on crash also killed two of her staffers. Walorski was first elected to represent Indiana's 2nd Congressional District in 2012, and she previously served three terms in the state's legislature. She survived by her husband. Now let's get you ready for tomorrow. Here's meteorologist Sarah Spivey with your forecast. Well, good evening, everyone. Tomorrow for your Thursday, starting off warm and humid, 78 degrees, 103 for the high temperature, challenging another record for the day. Coming up in the night beat, here's what we're going to talk about. Of course, that record challenging heat tomorrow. Friday and Saturday, there is a chance for isolated rain. We'll be able to shave off a few degrees from the high. And as for the tropics, they're quiet for now, but this time of year, that can change. We'll continue to keep you updated. Hope you'll join me on the night beat. Yeah, stick around because we have a lot more to talk about at 10 o'clock. It's happened again. The Uvalde CISD is delaying a discussion that will determine whether Police Chief Pete Arredondo keeps his job. We're going to tell you what comes next. Plus, 
We're talking staffing shortages and safety concerns. One school district just doesn't have enough school bus drivers, so it's doing something different and we'll explain how that's affecting families. Plus, yes, yet another problem for parents and that is finding after school care. Why is it so difficult? We're going to talk about that on the night beat. So now let's talk fun because tomorrow you have a chance to get something sweet for free and also teachers are getting something pretty special too. August is teacher appreciation month and all month teachers who work in Texas, whether it's through a private or public school, they can go to the San Antonio Zoo for free. And that's not all because if you're a teacher and you bring four other people with you to the zoo, they all get half off their admission ticket. And just for tomorrow, get excited. It's National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day and Tips Treats is giving out free warm chocolate chip cookies at all of its stores tomorrow. By the way, they have five locations in San Antonio. Every customer can get one for free, but they've got to show up in person. So you can't send your friend to go to the store and pick up one for you. Sounds like a sweet deal to me, though. Thank you for watching KSATS 9 at night. Stay cool and we'll see you tomorrow.